0: the program. And we're going.
1: Mikes are hot. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, well, hi guys. Welcome hi. back to the show. Welcome back to Old Hollywood Realness. Welcome back. The podcast dedicated to the glitz and glamour of Tinseltown's golden era. That's right. Um, I'm Philip Estrada.
2: I'm Kathleen Null.
1: And we have an amazing episode for you today. Yes. Um, We have a guest on the show because we're talking about an amazing movie that she's very passionate about. As we're, we all, we
3: we're, all are. <laughs> we're talking
1: about the women from 1939, Woo-hoo. and we have our guest, Jamie Loftus.
0: Hello! Uh, she
1: is um, a comedian, writer, and also one of the hosts of uh, one of our favorite podcasts, The Bechdel Cast. That's
2: right.
3: Yay, yes. welcome!
2: Yeah, so Thank if you, you, you haven't checked out
1: that podcast, you better check that out soon. Check Sh- yeah, it out. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, I'm
3: so excited to talk about this <laughs>
1: yeah. I... Re- I, think. I want to know your history with the women because I love right. that on the podcast on the cast, you're always talking about old movies which is kind of a rarity because you're a young lady yourself like you're not yeah. you're not like an old you're not like a you no know, <laughs> I'm used to hearing about people who love old movies and they're like in their 60s or 50s and I'm like right. I love, but I love seeing young people who are in mm-hmm. these movies
3: I was just I mean I was just a TCM kid when, when I was younger and it's interesting because my co-host on the cast has seen a ton like she I feel like she's seen every movie I haven't like She's yeah. have seen every movie mm-hmm. that came out after 1975 and then I saw a ton of what happened before <laughs> and so between the two of us uh, we find a, a middle ground but I started I mean I started as like being obsessed with Judy Garland which I feel like is a point of entry for so That's, many people to hold mean, as, as it should yes, be yes, right as it well it should definitely be definitely was mine <laughs> <laughs> me so, too. Uh, you, really okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm like Desert I, Oz, I mean, have gone
1: on the know. record before where I'm like I'm a seven year old gay man in a 35 year old man's body <laughs> right. like, I'm just like any minute now it's gonna be velvet loafers and like <laughs> yeah. a caftan yeah.
3: you'll just wake up one yeah. day and the change will have taken
2: yep. place <laughs> like the pause <laughs> we, we were just talking yesterday I was telling him like well if I was ever to go into acting I needed to cry on cue I would just Listen to Judy Garland saying, Have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. i like, uh, no, <laughs> it's so
0: it's too much. Yeah, I had like a
3: my mom gave me like a VHS tape when I was younger, and I would just tape Judy Garland movies over Judy Garland movies and it was like wow. and then eventually ended up sort of expanding through whoever happened to be a co-star in Judy Garland's movies yeah. and say, Okay, well now I'm gonna watch all of their movies. And, you know, so so I I reached the women, I think I first saw this movie in high school and I, I really, really, really loved it in high school and really didn't see a ton of the issues with it in high school just because at the time, I'm like, oh, my God, they talk so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, like, wanting to audition for school plays but was too nervous, and <laughs> so I would watch it as, like, because, I mean, it's it's very much a... A play. Yeah, it was a play. Movie. I mean, originally
1: yeah. it was a play, and then they adapted it to, for the screen. So it's yeah, and it, it reads like a play. It's very it like yeah. it's mm-hmm. like characters kind of all care. Like, it's funny the characters all come together all at the same time. It almost mm-hmm. like almost like too perfectly how much these people interact. Right. But because it would have been a stage production, it mm-hmm. makes it makes sense in yeah. that context because they're not going to change sets three hundred times just to like yeah. um, for the story. So
3: it's so. I mean, and. It's it's like one of those movies I think I probably watch this movie about once a year like nice. oh that's I great love it yeah. when you're in the right mood for the women absolutely it's so perfect <laughs> it's
1: it holds up so I love it. Kathleen it what's your history with this movie
3: um I
2: think I did I also probably too I probably saw it in high school growing up like I grew up watching a lot of older movies um but I don't think I really like watched it all the way through or like like I didn't, I watched it when I was a lot younger and then maybe a couple years ago, like watched it full on, like again, and it's, it's interesting when you rewatch them as an adult and you, there's a lot of things you grasp or understand, or like mm-hmm. it holds up more. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of my experience with it. Yeah. Oh, and then of course the the costumes by Adrian, you know, because yep. he's like my favorite costume designer. So I think that in some ways I'm I'm more familiar with like stills from the movie and mm-hmm. like pictures of the the actresses and everything.
1: Right. What about you? Well, I I, th- I think the first time that I watched this was during my video my video store days when oh, I yes. was working in. I I went through a year a year two year period where I was working at various video stores. Um, and I had went through as I mentioned on the podcast before, where I put a personal challenge to watch all of the musicals and all of the classic <gasps> movies in the music, in the, in the video store. <laughs> and women so was one of them. And when I watched it, I was like, and we're done. <laughs> this, movie, <laughs> this movie is what is up. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. So this, this one definitely like struck a chord. And I was like, it was like watching it at the time I was like in caught co- like early college. So I was just like, this, I mean, it's a kind of a messed up storyline mm-hmm. because the women are so, like, they're, they, basically are going after each other the whole time and it's all about fighting over men and stuff and i'm just like s is kind of like not the best storyline but Mm -hmm. it's so well crafted and the dialogue is so amazing that you can't and
3: everyone looks so good and And it's it's
1: like the richest of the rich in new york Mm -hmm. in the 1930s it's just you can't get you can't get any better so it's almost like a fantasy so you kind of give it a you kind of give it a pass and also you're like it's 1930 like people weren't they were same right. as they are mm-hmm. now, like they, this wouldn't be a story you could tell today, despite the fact that Even they tried the to remake that it.
3: To, yeah. I was, I was thinking <laughs> like when I was watching it this, this last time, I was like, Oh man, I would kind of, really like to see the play, but who in their right mind would stage this play yeah. now? Like, I think <laughs> yeah. they recently
1: re- staged it a few years ago. Really? I want to say in the late 90s, early, to- I think it might have been the early 2000s, and Isaac Mizrahi actually did the costumes for it, And but I, they did it, period. So it wasn't oh, like, and I think, that's, and the the I think that's the only way you yeah. could. Yeah, with a bunch I, of
3: asterisks. And yeah, yeah, I think it we was, know, yeah, it's like,
1: yeah, it's like the women asterisks. This is not the story you want it to be. <laughs> like,
3: don't try to learn a lesson
1: yes. from this. You will not. Not about a, actual n- women. Not. <laughs> <a> fem- <laughs> it's like not a feminist tale. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. So let's give me. I'll give some stats about the movie. So okay. uh, the women, 1939, from MGM. It's a classic. Uh, the cast is Norma Shearer as Mary, Mrs. Stephen Haines, Joan Crawford. Oh my God! Plays okay. Crystal Allen, uh, Rosalind Russell. A national treasure, again, right. we've talked about her before. Uh, Sylvia, um, Sylvia Fowler, Mrs. Howard Fowler. Um, Mary Bolin plays Flora, the Countess de Love. Paulette Goddard plays Miriam Ahrens. She is amazing in this she, movie. Yes. Right. I mean, she's Loved like her. she's like a second half of the movie. Like they, uh, they put her into the second half of the movie, and she kills it. Yep. I can't even deal with her. Um, <laughs> Joan Fontaine plays Peggy Day. Um Phyllis Pova plays Edith, Mrs. Um, Phelps Potter. Um, and Ma- Marjorie Maine plays Lucy, who is the, uh, she's the sort of like, she runs the Divorcee Ranch in Reno. Mm-hmm. Uh, the- I
3: love the Divorcee Ranch. Yeah,
2: Me too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kathleen's got a lot of information about Divorcee Ranch, it Reno Ranch. Like, it's ranches. like a weird
2: part of history I know a lot about, <laughs> so. about the, oh, the, the history it. of divorce ranches in Reno <laughs> <laughs> and why they were there. It's Really weird. <laughs> it's fascinating. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, so the
1: director of this is George Cukor, and the costumes are by Adrian, of course, because, you know, who else is going to do a movie where it's just literally gowns, gowns, gowns? It was an
3: extended <laughs> advertisement for Adrian. Yeah. In yes. the
1: middle. <laughs> yes. um, so like we had said, this was based on a play from 1936, um, and it was by a woman named Claire Booth, and it, that that play actually ran for 657 performances. So wow. I mean, it was not no slouch. The movie has 130 speaking roles, all played by women. Um, Also, if you note in the movie, all the props, portraits, and even the pets are all female. There's not a There's not a single male item in this movie it's but you don't see them you don't hear them all you do is they just talk endlessly about them about exactly <laughs> um, and then according to the IMDB trivia um, which I wanted I just wanted to point out that there Mary wears an enormous square cut ring on her wedding finger at the film start which is the most op- expensive piece of jewelry of, in film um, but it was borrowed for the film and was worth $175,000 wow <laughs> according wow. to IMDB trivia it's
3: almost like it's a black and white movie you didn't need to do it yeah <laughs> we wouldn't have <laughs> noticed.
1: Yep. Um, so then the beauty salon in the beginning of the movie it was named Sidney's after Sidney Gileroff, mm-hmm. um, our boy Sidney, who did the. He was the chief hairstylist of MGM from 1934 to the late 1970s. He was actually brought to MGM from New York at the request of Joan Crawford. I didn't know that, which I'm wow. like, he's kind of amazing. He has. He's like you, the hair man. Yeah. If you go America. to his IMDb page, it's like a billion credits. Like, he just is. Wig after wig after hair after wigs, wig, wig, wig. Wigs, wigs, wigs. Wigs, he, he later on opened up a salon called Wigs, Wigs, Wigs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Sydney's Wig Emporium. Yeah. And <laughs> one of those, those flailing arm tube men in front of it. <laughs> Wacky waving wiggling arm. arm. Yeah. <laughs> With a little tiny wig yeah. <laughs> Um This was also the film debut of Butterfly McQueen. Uh, she's yes. only in one scene, and she's most notable for playing Prissy in Gone with the Wind.
3: Same year. Yeah. Big year for her. Big,
1: big year for her. Um, Myrna Loy was actually considered to play the role of Crystal Allen, but turned it down, wow. which would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was also remade as a musical in 1956 called The Opposite Sex. Which I don't know how I feel about that movie. I've seen it. And <laughs> oh,
3: I haven't seen it. Biggest. That's with Anne Miller? Anne Miller. Yeah. And
1: the Crystal Allen play, the part is played by uh, Joan Collins.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Because I, I was going to say Joan Crawford. But uh, yeah, Dynasty's Joan, Cro- Joan Collins. I, which feel, is...
3: I feel like in the late 50s, somehow attitudes towards women were even worse. <laughs> oh, worse. The <laughs> late 30s <laughs> was the worst. Right, yeah. right. Yeah.
1: And the bummer of the of the opposite sex too is it's like it's got men in it, so yeah. it's it's in it's so it's kind of not the same thing. But it's like it's a little so weird, weird to think
2: of Joan Collins in something where she's not like fighting and throwing someone in a pool or slapping someone in a like well, Dynasty style. She
1: did. She pretty much did that in this. <laughs> well, opposite well, Sex. Crystal. She well, she's Crystal. Crystal so yeah, she's yeah, definitely the... You know, the <laughs> anyway, um, the film's costume designer Adrian created multiple high fashion gowns and outfits for the Technicolor sequence, which is. My absolute favorite thing that's ever happened in Hollywood. Um, It was inserted (laughs) into the black and white film. um, And because Technicolor was a novelty in 1939, um, the producer Hunt Stromberg wanted um, a fashion show with eye-popping, unexpected surprise for the moviegoers. And Adrian had to design over 200 gallons for the cast of the film. So throughout the entire film, he had to do over 200 gallons, which is bananas. And um, just also a side note, the $225 nightgown Mary admires in the fashion show would have been equivalent to uh, $3,840 in 2016. Jesus. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so that's the, the information about the movie. Um, does anybody have anything else they want to add to that? Some, any.
3: Um, I wanted to bring up the tagline for the movie, which is "It's all about men." Yes. <laughs> yes. Kind of insane, yes. but um, makes me like I don't know all all the problematic stuff about this movie just kind of makes me laugh because it's so cartoonish yes. and yes, yeah, so like Steven and like all the, the how many times people lean on the first syllable of Steven in this movie <laughs> is hilarious. But yeah, that was the tagline even and and they didn't get rid of it like up till the DVD release mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what 10, 15 years ago they're like the women it's all about men
2: Yeah. <laughs> like
3: okay cool 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 cool
2: <laughs> We get it.
3: I feel like it's this whole thing it's
2: like if you were to take this seriously it'll just make you really angry because oh it's God. just this is supposed to be like complete sat- I think satire tongue in cheek you yeah. know, ridiculousness. Right. And I
1: mean it's basically like the Real Housewives of it's time like right. it's yeah. so like yeah. it's so basically they're just fighting and backbiting and all the gossip between the women like it's literally... I mean... I didn't even realize until this most recent viewing that um, Cynthia Fowler and Mary Haynes are cousins. Mm -hmm. Like, they're cousins. And, like, I was like, wait a second. So it's like, how much, like, they must really not like each other. And (laughs) I just imagine it's, like, rich bitches with too much time on their hands and they're bored, Mm -hmm. so they end up just going after each other.
3: Yeah, I I mean, I think it, like, appeals to that same, like, dark part of your brain that loves Real Housewives, except you're like, it's old Hollywood, so it's sophisticated. Yes. Yes. But it's, like, the same. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. It's classy. yeah exactly (laughs) and i thought it was cool that the the screenplay and i mean the original play were like by female writers i was like oh that's Mm -hmm. like kind of a rarity for this so yeah that's something it's Uh, all about men but also at least it was (laughs) written by women yeah at the
1: very least (laughs) yeah um so let's see so the storyline i'm gonna run through it really quick feel free to jump in ladies at any time because that's what it's all about um (laughs) So the film open up, opens up at Sydney's, it's, which, is an all, which apparently is an all-inclusive gym-slash-beauty-salon-slash-day-spa-slash-lady-ranch-where <laughs> you yeah, can Lady get anything Ranch. done. Um, so uh, clearly it's all the rich ladies of New York go to this spot. And we're introduced to Sil- Sylvia Fowler, who mm-hmm. is played by Rosalind Russell. I think I feel like I say Cynthia a lot anyway Sylvia Fowler um, (laughs) Rosalind Russell which is a gem she's getting her nails painted by this amazing nail tech and she's getting her nails done jungle red new color that's right very it's like which is I love the full circle of the jungle red it's like first scene last scene it's amazing and then, um, so the nail tech is gossiping a mile a minute. Cynthia, Sylvia, Cynthia, Sylvia it can't really hear. She's in, um, getting her hair dried. And then she hears the juicy bit of news about Stephen Haynes, husband Steve. to her cousin, Stephen. <laughs> um, so she, uh, she hears that bit about Stephen, who is the husband of her cousin, Mary Haynes, played by Norma Shearer, stepping out with a girl from the perfume counter of, which I love this, Black's Fifth Avenue, which I just like. Really, yeah. I, that always struck me as so funny. I'm like, I'm sorry, Saks Fifth Avenue didn't want to be associated with an MGM movie. I mean, why would you change it? It's a dumb change. She's the villain. She's Black's Fifth um, so at this, Sylvia loses her mind and she dashes off to, um, to share the news with her friend Edith Potter, Phyllis Pova, and because they're going to have lunch with Mary that same day. So during lunch, Sylvia is constantly dropping hints about the affair and even recommends Mary go see her nail girl at Sydney's, which is like the whole thing. Like, Sylvia's <laughs> kind of fucked up. She's, like, she's I,
2: pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, really? She just like, right.
1: she's like constantly, and I love the way she overplays this like super cartoony character where she's like, maybe you should go see my nails. Like, how? are you and Stephen <laughs> tell yes. me everything oh uh, like, Russell
2: is so is, delicious oh in this movie she's, so, she's having so much fun yes. too.
1: No, <laughs> she's just like yes she's and I love that she's constantly knitting too she's yes. like she's got like so much going on she's like constantly moving constantly knitting she's a fidgety little yes. yeah. yeah, she's a
2: ridiculous amount of nervous energy and it's yeah. almost like it's it's like her meddling it's like it comes from just sheer boredom and like her yeah. all of her she's weird like, ADD energy something. yeah
3: and I love that her character like she's so horrible to everybody <laughs> yes, but it's yes. always like but I'm doing the right thing and she's so like weirdly secure in her own marriage which she shouldn't be no yes. yeah <laughs> everyone I know. in this movie is like everyone's marriage is a horrible nightmare except mine yes. which is perfect yeah. <laughs> but I love
1: that too though her marriage you start seeing the cracks in it in the fashion show sequence because yeah. there's that mm-hmm. model and she's like she's a friend of the family especially my husband's and yes. it's like a whole thing like, like oh okay like, that's oh, one. nice I <laughs> see yep see it's all coming it's back deep in denial <laughs> yeah um, so later on, Mary takes her advice and um, and then uh, wants to go get an overhaul at Sydney's because she's noticed um, Stephen's been distracted lately. So while getting her nails did, she's like, I'm going to get some nails did. The girl, again, gossips like crazy and she spills the dirt on Stephen Haynes going with that terrible girl. And um, naturally, Mary, which is such a tight, kind of a tough scene to watch because mm-hmm. this girl completely oblivious to oblivious. who this woman is. Didn't even get her name. Right. It was yeah. like gossiping, gossiping, gossiping. Anyway. And she's like, did you hear about Stephen <laughs> Haynes going around with that girl? And like, you just watching Norma Shearer's oh, face great. where she's just like, Oh my God. I You kinda- really feel
2: for her. Like in that first, for me, I like, yeah. my own personal yeah. experience. Like I felt for her so much. Yeah. She did. She's so good at like telling a story with her face. Yes. Like, she's really, really good. And on
1: some <clears throat> level too, you really feel like uh, I wanted to kind of, I have to think that she kind of started realizing too she's like this was a setup like yes. i was sent here on purpose right like, like not
3: only is her husband cheating on her, obviously, but her cousin is also like weirdly screwing her over. Like just yeah. yes. tell her for sheer sure. yeah. entertainment, really. Yeah. I mean
2: it's yeah. like she's sort of being used as, as like entertainment for I all know. these ladies, which I think is right. also like super
1: pathetic. It kinda has you like know? I actually now it just struck me as this kind of has like a bit of a dangerous liaisons vibe to very it, where it's so, very much yeah. like everyone's like, like, especially Sylvia's, Sylvia's Sylvia's yeah, for Sylvia's character specifically is very much like playing angles and like mm-hmm. constantly like setting things up to watch them pay off and those sort of things. And you're just right. like what is your deal? You're so she's creepy. She's a sociopath. Yes, she's that's a sociopath. what it is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's
3: kind of getting off
1: yeah. on this. <laughs> no, she
2: really is. I mean, I think that's what's so great. You see her sort of relishing all oh, of this, God. like, crazy drama around her and she's right. like thriving on it right. and, and then you know. of course
1: spoiler alert just like Dangerous Liaison she gets her comeuppance and gets fucked over at the end so it oh, yeah, doesn't I, end up paying off no her, so. not at all no oh my god so very different
3: story if <laughs> Russell and Russell ends up being like I was right the whole time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like boom <laughs> she's
1: like,
2: that was fun yeah <laughs> drops the mic <laughs> um,
1: so of course Mary is mortified and leaves and then when the nail tech of course asks has that moment where she's like who should I tell Mrs. Fowler to stop by at uh, that moment when she's like tell her Mrs. Stephen Haynes. Mrs. Um, and she's like has that that moment of that nail tech space where she's like, oh
2: fuck, <laughs> what did I do? Which by the way, the Nail Tech had great nails. I mean, like, there's a lot of really good nails. I love that nail tech
1: because she's that quintessential like so i says to mabel i says yes, and that sort of like fast yes yeah. so good That's oh, like my, <laughs> yeah my favorite thing is like she's a terrible woman but don't worry about her because she's gonna get hers and, you know i love that like, <laughs> 1930s speak where there's always that girl like she's either a switchboard operator or someone on the subway mm-hmm. and you only hear her for a few seconds and oh, like,
3: like yeah the the difference between how the rich and the poor talk in in <laughs> like Almost any movie of this era, you're just like, okay, we get like there's a there's <laughs> yes. like the grand canyon between the two <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they let you know,
1: yes, so good. Um, so Mary goes home to get advice from her mother, and her mother's advice is, um, let it run its course and be there when he's done with this woman. Which is, <sighs> I don't know how I feel about that advice, it's a little <laughs> bit like, okay, I'm sure at the time it was probably, and then she even right. divulged the mom divulges, like, you know it happened to me and we were still married, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like no big deal. It was like, you know, different times, I guess. So
2: one thing also, I think her mom in some weird ways is like sort of the biggest voice of reason because she's constantly telling her like, your friends are not your friends. Yeah, like, these are awful women, right. and like is constantly snarking and making fun of them, and sort of like, why do you want? Yeah. Like, good luck if you're going to hang know, out with yeah. them. Guess that's what you're going to get. You know, I and do. Just, I
1: think know. she even says at one point, she's like, why do you hang out with these intolerable or insufferable yeah. women? And like, like they're like, literally
3: contributing to your misery. Yeah, you know. So, but then yeah. it's also, you know, from Mary's point, like, what else is she going to do with her right. time? There's right. Who else right. is she going to talk to? That's all she
2: knows. What is she going
1: to? When is she going to talk to her kid? No, she's got a nanny to do that.
3: I her mom casually is like, your dad is great except you know he cheated he cheated on me constantly but yeah. I'll say what a guy Great <laughs> guy, yeah, great guy.
1: <laughs> the father of the year right um actually I really did like the relationship between Mary and little Mary I thought which they were was, it was really yeah. great it for that very time you don't and, see that yeah. a lot. usually it's like the kids are kind of trotted in like you know they're like here you go now go away with the nanny so I think actually, that, right. that
2: was sort of what's. I mean character wise they tried to set her apart was that she was definitely sort of the kinder, gentler of all of them and like truly enjoyed being around her, her daughter, like in, enjoyed being yeah. the mom yeah. and the wife. It wasn't really for her about like going to the salons and doing all, she seemed to be sort of the least, like the most domesticated out of all the women and right. the least bored <laughs> or meddling. And okay.
3: little Mary gets her little, uh, she gets her like moment later where oh, yeah. she like, he sees Crystal in the bath. Yeah. And oh the my moment. God, It's so good. That
1: bathtub, oh it's my so God. Necessary. that bathroom, <laughs> Is clearly some sort of fever dream of a gay man. Like, that's like, I think Liberace saw that and was like. I want everything. Put it in my house <laughs> and make it gold. <laughs> it's clearly something. And you know it
2: wasn't. It was black and white. So I know, but right. he's like,
1: he's just like, well, let's just assume it's gold. Like the, the bathtub is clear. I yeah. mean, you can see that the bathtub is clear. It has like a shower that comes down. Like she's in some sort of like ra- uh, in the round theater, like she's, for her to take a shower. It's she's just,
3: taking a phone call from Buck. You're just like, oh my God. This
1: so is so sumptuous. It's so like, life. and I'm like, how much money does this motherfucker have? Because. Cause he's just an engineer. Like yeah. his job is engineer Wait, in air Steven? quotes. Yes. Steven. <laughs>
2: maybe he comes from old money. So I, he's like a, I you know, guess. like a Hilton, maybe he, like a Conrad Hilton. Or maybe he engineered
1: a railroad or something. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't understand, but I'm like, how do you have that much money to support that kind of lavishness from Crystal and also your, uh, your ex wife and daughter. Separate,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, he co-owns Sydney's. So that's why yeah. <laughs> he's making a lot of money off those ladies. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, So let's see. So um, so Mary's getting the um, advice from her her mom, and then they end up in order to kind of make Stephen jealous or heart. um, Kind of they go to Bermuda, which is kind Mm -hmm. of like a ploy to get Stephen to pay more attention to her by by leaving, Mm -hmm. which is always good to leave the man behind with his mistress. (laughs) Um, And then right. So that's when uh, while she's gone, Sylvia and Edith go to Black's Fifth Avenue, and they wanna um, they wanna creep up on Crystal Allen which is played by the amazing Joan Crawford like Uh. the moment of like when they're going through, like this, so like the reveal of Joan Crawford is kind of amazing. And I mm-hmm. love when they do this in old movies because it's like they're going through Blacksmith Avenue to all the pop perfume counters and they're looking for her. And then they get to the one, and it's of course she's, it's, she's back turned to the camera. And she turns around, perfectly lit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's who we're looking right for. Across the <laughs> it's like, ah, like, oh, old Hollywood. It's so. You know, if they had to
2: perfectly lit her, she would have thrown perfume bottles oh at the people <laughs> anyway. Yeah, like
1: I feel like this was this was like a, a window into who Joan Crawford actually I was. I totally agree. There were is, a few
2: moments where she yells and screams and I'm like, Oh my God, Christina Crawford did <laughs> that growing up. Like, yeah. you when know, she's like, get out, get out. I'm like, Oh, scary
3: it's mom. It's so real. How much it's of it is an real. act? Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> she's not acting.
1: <laughs> um, so of course, um, once they see Joan Crawford, snark ensues because, she's kind of knows because Crystal kind of knows what's up that she's like slumming it and they're mm-hmm. kind of doing this whole thing and then there's that wonderful uh, backstage that like back room sequence too where um, Joan is trying to set up that date with Steven and he's mm-hmm. trying to cancel and all this stuff and mm-hmm. she that like her turning on the like that voice where she's like oh Stephen oh, she's like oh she's like I guess I'll be alone on my birthday and then that, <laughs> that's when you know
2: you're like you're a complete <laughs> mantra yes, yes. Yeah, and then I exciting. love you're a that horrible person. but I love her
1: coworker where she's like wasn't it your birthday last month Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think <laughs> yeah. they were like, like shut up yeah and they're <laughs> like you'll have another birthday next month too <laughs> so good I love that that
2: like her coworkers clearly can't stand her either oh, no. which is, right yeah
3: and <laughs> and that that's like a little character nugget about Steven because he yeah. doesn't remember that she had a birthday last <laughs> <Yes>. month. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, another birthday. Great. You're yeah, cool, cool,
1: cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, but I love that after, um, and then when she hangs up the phone, I love that she tells her co-worker, can you believe the gall on that guy? He uh, st- he almost stood me up for his wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, she has no qualms about what nope. she's doing. She's just Not like, at all. Good God. Oh, so funny. Um, so then after Mary, re- Mary returns from, uh, from, from, Cuba, from Bermuda, uh, they all, all the ladies, so um, let's see, uh, all the ma- ladies, Mary, Edith, Sylvia, and Peggy Day, who's played by Joan Fontaine, who was introduced earlier in the movie, but she's a bit of a weird character, so I feel like she's, al- she's like in the middle of a manic episode. <laughs> every scene where she's just like, I don't know what to do. Like, my husband won't pay attention to me. And you're like, you're at lunch, calm it down. She's constantly on the edge of something.
3: She's about, yeah, she, I feel like, her vibe in this movie, she, she has a knife yes. with her <laughs> yeah. at all
1: times. She's just like, if he won't let me do, it's like, I if I can't understand. have him, no one can. She's a very desperate woman. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, but then, so they're all at the fashion show, which is amazing because that's when they mm. they go on. And then the lady who's introducing the fashion show is hilarious because yes. she's like, join us on our adventure, adventurous little voyage into fashion land. Fashion <laughs>
2: land. <laughs> so I'm like, who Wrote that copy. Also, are you really French? Yes. (laughs) Because you sound like
3: it's that like I'm fancy
2: sort of accent. (laughs) So good. I've
3: heard of France.
1: (laughs) And then it is the fashion Uh, show. Oh my God! First of all, the the looks in this fashion show. First, I'm so happy it was a color because yes. yeah. his use of color is amazing. But really amazing. It's but bena- the stuff that he comes up with, I'm like, I don't know where they're going or what they're doing in these clothes. But <laughs> who cares? Who they ca- look fabulous. I'm like, wherever they're going, <laughs> I want to go because these women would I'm look coming amazing. with amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that the swimsuit with the hand print and then the giant <laughs> hand brooch that yes. closes it. Oh my it. I know, that's God. so weird. It's like who would wear that? Like weird. Like it's like. Fiberglass hand. They do
3: such a tight shot on it. You're like, oh, it's actual hand (laughs) size.
0: Fascinating. Oh my god. To scale.
1: And then there's all these like beautiful tall like conical the hats, hats and are big so giant cool. rims. I mean, foos and foos.
2: And then like, like there was the outfit with the clear visor, and then the monkey with the matching outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that monkey scene, I was every every time I watched it, I'm always troubled because there's a girl standing <laughs> offward, just like hucking peanuts yes. at this monkey. I'm like,
2: what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Also, those models had strangely good pitching arms. Yeah, like, they were
0: pretty good. <laughs> yes.
1: they totally did, but. That, <laughs> uh, I mean the clothes in this one. Um, yes. Just like that swimsuit with the cape and the clear visor. I don't. I, I know. So I mean good. that
2: one's like that. That is like something for almost today. Like it, with the weird like.
1: I mean, if like you're going cape, cowl, drapery, going to yeah. A, yeah, a beach in the future.
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Fighting crime on the beach but this, as a superhero. You know, if, I'm I, I'm I'm I, into if it. I
3: was like on the beach in Dubai, maybe I don't know. I'm gonna do
1: yeah, go. it. <laughs> the the <laughs> lime green
3: was always my favorite. I remember like seeing that for the first time. The one yeah. with the weird
1: clear ca- cap on the top. It's yes. like a half turban and then like a mm-hmm. like a Pyrex yes. dish on the top of her head. Ugh, I love it was, that. I was like,
3: that's that's what I would like to pull off oh someday. My God. Something to aspire to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: Um, the But also the, and then like, so it's all like sportswear. Then it goes into like fun, beautiful, like kind of like springtime um, full length dresses. And then it goes into the full scale drama of mm-hmm. evening wear with like, I love those like poses where they're like arms are crossed and they're like leaning back. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like elegance and drama. It's so good. <laughs> like the hair, like the last, the last number with like those beautiful like draped like um, I, that's sleeves. one of my favorite, that gray one. Oh my God. With yeah, those gloves.
2: Alderon realness, yes. is there Star Wars <laughs> looking. It's so good,
1: that plaid number though—that like bias cut plaid from like the sort of like the picnic scene—and then yes. there's like the red and white stripe. Oh, good God.
2: I know, just that—that's like the biggest plaid I've ever seen. It's so beautiful. <laughs> there it's... must be like two by two foot squares of Jeez, plaid. Yeah, the repeat. On I would that like is... a bolt of that, please. I don't blame
1: you. There's like, and there's so many beautiful like. the the red and white number from this Mm -hmm. sequence was so gorgeous and I I think that that actually comes back later like I think a lot of the girls wear those they keep they wear them later in the movie which is amazing. Yeah. Oh God. It's really, really good. I could spend I the entire that. time talking about that sequence. The high
3: drama. It ends on with like the the, the stairs and the. Mm. Po- I, I know like, oh, it's, uh, great. It's, it's, great. it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's
1: like high fashion poses from the thirties. I, I <laughs> love <laughs> it. <laughs> like it everybody's just them. like living statues. It's <laughs> yes, you know? So good.
3: I was reading that uh, George Cukor really hated that sequence, and and oh, there's wow. apparently there, and I haven't seen it, but apparently there is a black and white version of this sequence that is way 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 shorter oh really uh, yeah. that George Cukor shot in the hopes of being like can we do this instead I think he was like too much <laughs> text from my movie yeah. which I mean like fair but also this is the best part of the Not movie really. yes. yes I mean
0: it's
1: Pretty amazing. I mean, let's be honest. This movie was made for women, so nice. I mean, let's be honest. Let's it show put, the it, looks. put it in like where it's like <laughs> and gay men. And, yeah, <laughs> the audience is probably just all like ladies and, and ladies queens, and games. ladies and queens. And, <laughs> like the fashion show sequence starts, and all you hear just like ah, since like nineteen thirty nine.
2: What's that? that? <laughs> it's everybody gagging collectively.
1: Yes. <laughs> Um so good. I could just imagine some like old queens in the in the audience just being like, Oh my god, this is amazing. My decker faints as far as yes. the eye can see. <laughs> just like swooning. <laughs> so good. Um so after, so after the fashion show, um, they all break off into dressing rooms for their fittings, and that's when everyone spots her, Crystal Allen. <laughs> like she had the gall to show up. So of course, Crystal Allen is buying up so like all these expensive, expensive gowns, and naturally they're on Steven's charge account. But you know she's his cousin or his niece or something like that. Where it's like, right. you know, I'm new to town, so I don't want to get off on the wrong foot with And I love how he's going
3: to buy me a bunch of exactly. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I love how like the ladies who work here, they
2: totally know what's up. Where they're like, they're they're like, like uh-huh. who's this skank? Oh, yeah. well, we'll they're just, just like, go with that. Like, yeah. like, sure, we believe you. They're like, like, <laughs> I'm sure they've seen
1: them all come yes. through. Where They're just like, it's the lady de jour for him or yep. her and for mm-hmm. him. And like the next one. And of course, we get the one. Um, we get that one girl. Love her going in each room, oh each room. A one-piece lace foundation garment zips up the back, no, no bones, but. and then she just like flies <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> room after room. <laughs> I, that's that's my dream job want a life I yeah. want to be on a cloud of like tool and just be like swinging from room to room and be like you like I like goodbye <laughs> zips in the back no bones yes. I love the sign off
3: of no bones
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess after all it is the 30s it's all about the um, all about loosey goosey mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, which
2: we'll see later in Paulette Goddard when she's the first scene she's totally clearly brawless in her love,
1: love it <laughs> um, so everyone but well, of course, everyone's like, Crystal Crystal And uh, <laughs> so then while um, Mary's getting her fitting done, Sylvia basically bullies her into... Um a confrontation by utilizing her kid as leverage, which is so yeah. fucked up. She's like, yes. I didn't want to tell you, but I saw them at the, um, saw them at the zoo and they were all holding hands. Could you imagine that crystal with your child? It was oh like, kind God. of Fucked
0: up. Yeah.
1: Like, Jesus. And also
3: Sylvia, what were you doing at the zoo? Yeah. That
1: you saw this. <laughs> peanuts Just a peanut at the monkey.
2: Learned. I know.
3: Well, didn't they say she was looking at snakes
2: particularly? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, dear God. So um, she does end up, so they do end up doing a confrontation and Crystal makes it 100% clear that she has no intention on retracting her claws anytime soon. And she's like, you have nothing to worry about. You got the marriage. Don't worry about me. All this stuff. And I love the moment that that moment, of course, is like a queen's dream when she's like, don't wear that. It's too obvious. Stephen doesn't like anything too obvious. And then, of course, Joan's like Mm. that moment where she's like, if I wear anything, Stephen doesn't like, I just take it off. (laughs) And I, if I wasn't I mean, come on. The audience would have gotten that story. I don't know how Norma Shearer didn't
2: just backhand her so hard no. at that point. Uh, like, so <laughs> juicy. I love The it. line read on it. You're just I like oh, I my God.
0: You're
3: like <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just also love like the, the un like the the unsipoken word is like don't worry, I'm a slut. <laughs> you're right. Slam. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs>
0: oh
3: God. And the outfit she's wearing in that <sighs> whole scene too. I, which it's one? Like, the, the one Norma Shira wears? The evening gown? The evening gown. And the, but I, I, I was talking about it, crystals up. Oh and he, yeah. It couldn't be more of like a, a like classy, trashy. Yeah. Yes. Dichot- you're yeah. just like, oh. The gold lame
1: and it's all short but it also yeah. has like a robe over it and then she takes off the robe to like really show off that she's like, she's, kind, like, hey, she's like, don't worry about don't me. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I'm popping I'm that, like, that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> 1930 style. Yeah,
3: 1930 style. <laughs> and Norm, I mean Norma, Norma looks very classy. Yep. yes, it's yeah. clearly
1: like good versus, you know, yeah, yeah. areas that sort of. Like you were saying, classy versus trashy. Yeah. Um, so then, after that scene, um, which ends up at Sydney's, Edith ends up rushing in to tell Sylvia that she didn't even, without even realizing, ends up blabbing about the fight in air quotes mm-hmm. um, to at the from the fashion show to a gossip columnist, and the story is ends up all in the papers, causing the Haynes a lot of embarrassment, and ultimately their divorce. So I love that it ended up being that um, the, what the story ended up happening or being told as is that. Mary cold yeah. <laughs> Crystal at the fashion show <laughs> even though all it was was like a few choice words against yeah. each other but and of course it being all in the society papers it causes the, all that embarrassment and there's that whole I love that the fight sequence all the, the arguing sequence happens through the domestic help like the, yeah. the cook and the maid it's such a great scene you know that was straight up from the play because yeah. it makes so much sense that she's like constantly delivering the news about it it's so good I'm like oh God. Love I just game. love it. It's
2: like wife KOs love thief yes. society matron malls girl from the wrong side of park. Avenue. <laughs> but I also love that <laughs> the,
1: from the, the the tight shot of the of the newspaper mm-hmm. you're talking about. I love that. It's clearly like MGM George Harrell yes. photographs of, <laughs> of, of their stars because like Norm because Joan Crawford. When did you sit for that portrait know, crystal right? Allen? You with, are,
2: again, mad lighting. Like shop girl.
1: Girl. Yes. Yeah. But she's like, oh, Oh, it's my headshot to get the job at the perfume counter. <laughs> Didn't we all pose like this? Or?
3: If it was real, I mean it would be like a blur. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like no yes. photos, yeah. like hand covering. Yeah.
2: Or like
1: a her like a park bench being like this is me at a picnic. I could not imagine. Like that photo when the first time I saw that photo in the newspaper. I was like Seriously, Joan, mm-hmm. that's the picture you were like. I'm. You know, she was like. She's you like. Wait, um, this, this, this is the this one that'll
3: be. In is, yeah. 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 <laughs> you
1: know, she's like. I can finally let it.
3: <laughs> Great, like Hedda Hopper uh, cameo. Oh yeah, yes. the yeah. Oh my
1: God, so good. Her dress at the end, Hedda Hopper's dress, with that big butterfly motif, and then she had the antenna. Yeah. I was like. this is why (laughs) i love old movies (laughs) because if anybody wore that today they would get red to filth for that Um, i
2: love it because she's literally a social butterfly yeah but i also love too that
1: this is i mean this is the one other reason why i love old movies because they're basically all drag queens yes like a drag queen could wear that and everyone would be like yes queen get it but Mm -hmm. like a waxual woman wearing that be like has she lost her goddamn exactly (laughs) and
3: she's Working, yes, yes. She's, she's like the I'm the a clock. journalist.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: I put on my journalist like the White House press corps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, please,
1: like,
0: please. That I
1: would, would love right. to see that. It's like, it's <laughs> just seeing like it's like Mary Jones on New York Times. <laughs> she's wearing that. <laughs> she's, like, Miss, she's like, Sean Spicer, could you tell uh, us yes. about like,
0: and They're like, I'm sorry, what are you wearing? <laughs>
1: Oh, God, that's hilarious to think about. <laughs> so based, So what they end up going to, on a divorce, uh, they decide on a divorce, so Mary hops a train to Reno, um, because that's where divorces happen in the 1930s. Um, and then Peggy comes with her, because, you know, Peggy mm-hmm. can't do anything alone, so she wants to get a divorce, too. <laughs> oh I I didn't understand, I, I did under, it made sense, but it was almost like such a funny little shoehorn to have her go with her. Yeah. Um, so, because her marriage is falling apart as well, because her husband won't let her do anything, or spend her money, or do, it's a whole thing. Um, but they, basically they have to go to Reno to establish residence in order to procure procure a swift divorce and while on the train she meets the Countess de Lab, played by Mary Boland and love Miriam Errands, played her. by um, Paulette Goddard also love her oh my god like is it with a Grace Jones hood oh my god yes that I mean there's needle I love point in a Grace Jones hood I love hood. that there's always those there's, I mean this is like the second one where they do the like backside like reveal where they turn uh, yeah. to the camera and it's like no she's like yes I'm wearing a Grace Jones hood yes I'm on the I'm the train doing needlepoint what else you
2: Extent. And yes, I'd love a glass of champagne. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: and I love. And then, of course, the Countess was one of my favorite favorite characters in this movie because mm-hmm. she's constant. I I quoted like "l'amour, l'amour." That's so <laughs> good like, for uh, like months after watching this movie the first time. So good. A little drinky. <laughs> so so good. good. I love that she's like "l'amour, l'amour." That's French for love. <laughs> so good. Um. I had read also in the IMDb trivia, and I don't know if this is true, but I totally believe it, that she, that George Cukor had told Paulette Goddard to not play, like to be like, don't play this as a woman, just do an impersonation of Spencer Tracy. So oh, her line deliveries and the way she acts and is like, she just basically reads it like a, like a man would and kind of mm-hmm. like not trying to be sexy, not trying to be, and she kills uh, this she, role. She's great. I love that. I feel like her movie picks it up when, she's, when she totally, shows up. Totally, yeah. Yeah. I just love that because it feels so. Her character feels so modern too. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, and I love that she refers to all the other ladies as sister, which does, yes. I, was, I was talking to mm-hmm. Kathleen earlier. I just love it anywhere they're like, you know what, sister, I ain't got time for that. Like,
0: love that. <laughs> I like, get that. Like, oh, she's
3: this. a ranch woman. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but she's from the chorus too, so right. she's been around. Um, love that. So um, they end up having to stay there, and it kind of like they kind of cut through time a little bit. So. um, so, yeah, that's right. The Countess of love and Miriam are both headed there because they're all getting divorces. It's like the divorce train just mm-hmm. going out there. They're and all... you, have to,
2: uh, you have to be there for six weeks in order to establish residency before you can get a divorce.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I That whole um, Reno Ranch, Divorce Ranch thing is so fascinating. It's, cause...
2: it's fascinating. Like, I was telling you, like, there could probably even, like, if Netflix wanted, you could do, like, a Mad Men-style, like, series just all about, like, people living at the Reno Ranches. Because it was, that's I right. was, they're, like... I want to say, like, the early, like, 1931 to, like, the 60s was when that all sort of happened. But, like, immediately, because it was the only place you could really, like, get a divorce really quickly, and it was... It, they they sort of were able to make these kind of like loophole rules, and it was really to actually generate an economy around that area. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like the debauchery, like people would go up there, and you'd have to because you'd have to like they would just languish for like six weeks before they could actually get a divorce. People were like drinking and fucking ranch hands and partying <laughs> and like crazy stuff up there. So, yeah, nice. it's major drama,
1: good old fashioned Dallas style, yes, like yeah. um, it's really Dr- did it a night and evening time um, soap opera, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: De- <laughs> I haven't seen Mad Men in a long time. I think that there's like a plot point in Mad Men where someone goes to Reno. It might even be oh, Oh, I think January Jones. Yeah, Betty Betty does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah. that was... And, like, the six-week rule in the hall. Yeah. yeah. so crazy.
2: Yeah, it, and, like, people would live there for six weeks and get a divorce and leave.
1: I feel like it was something to do... There was something... There was a big reason because New York had weird rules mm-hmm. about getting divorces, so...
2: Everybody did except Nevada. Except Nevada, Nevada. Oh, Yeah, okay. in that area for some reason. It was and I'm, like... I'm, like, now I can't... Re- I'm, like, spacing on the exact details, but it's... Yeah, right. it's this crazy details that, that made it, like... Um, just this hotspot where people would go wow. specifically and then of course movies like The Misfits and everything were sort oh, of yeah. made around that, that storyline um, wow. of you know divorcees and everything like living up there because people would, yeah, kind of go nuts because they'd go and they'd live there on their and own like away from their husbands crazy. or wives. And then you're up in like this, ra- you know, like in the middle of, well, like the Old West. Right. And so, right. Um, and then a lot of these people were either famous or had a lot of money. And so they were, and they were bored and they would party and just go kind of go crazy, like go feral for like yeah. six weeks. Yeah. Wow. And I was
3: like, <laughs> six weeks is like just the right amount of time to lose your mind entirely.
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. just yeah.
2: enough time. And yeah. then
3: leave leave a single person.
2: Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Like what happens in Reno stays in Reno. <laughs> and (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, so let's see. So, uh, so after some time, everyone gets their, their divorces come through and, um, they all be, kind of become friends, too, which is actually kind of interesting. But I mean, what else are you going to do after in six weeks when you're mm-hmm. in a house set up for the whole thing? So you're kind of roomies with all these people. And then a new lady arrives. And who is it? It's Cynthia Fowler! Uh-huh. Because her marriage is falling apart. But at that point, we
2: also learned that Paulette Goddard, like her character is actually the one who's shacking up with M- Cynthia, uh, with Cynthia's husband. Uh, right. yeah, yeah, so
1: there's like all the scandal. So I love that <laughs> moment when she comes, when she's coming in on the carriage and um, counting De love and um, oh, the, countess. the Countess and um, Miriam Polygodard, as like they're like oh shit because they're like <laughs> yeah. buddies like and she all knows all about it and they're just like oh and uh, so good and that's when Sylvia receives that letter too and it has like the neat- the little um, blind item, like blind sort of, item yeah. press clipping mm-hmm. about. Um her husband running around with Miriam and stuff, you know, because someone had to go to, to go to re- get a renovation. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so good
3: oh, yeah, it has just been renovated <laughs>
1: yeah. um. And so there's this amazing cat fight between, between um, Sylvia and Mir- um, Mir- Miriam, which is hilarious. It's Knock like, down,
2: drag out. Like, staring off
1: clothes. Oh, my God. Biting and kicking, air pulling. It's so good. I love to see grown women really go at it. Paulette Gardo
2: she literally gets pants. Yes. Oh she does. <laughs> yes. And her outfit, oh, my God, it's such a ridiculous oh. Western outfit with the boots and the shorts. Oh, my God. Her, oh, let
1: her and the Countess, they both yes. have that They're like They're
2: like rootin' tootin' gold. <laughs> they really are.
1: They look it's like uh, it's like uh it was like Adrian just like went to one rodeo or like he, he right. saw like what like the like the costumes of like cowgirl he's like this is what they wear and, and there's fringe on it yes. and lots of studs and leather and
3: yeah. they, they, they look so like, cartoony I, I, it's like all the characters are like well if I'm going to Reno I'd better fit in yes.
2: <laughs> I better dress the part right. it's like, uh, the accountant's even like rolling her own cigarettes yes. and like like putting the, like, this, the tobacco in her little pocket so, my gosh, so it's great like, they
1: went to Black's fifth Avenue and said, give me your co- cowboy collection. <laughs> and Black's is like, well, sure. We know what cowboys look like. Cause we're from <laughs> New York city. So, <laughs> so good. Um, it's so that's, um, and that's also when there's that whole scene where, uh, Norma is her divorce is becoming finalized, mm-hmm. but she's really hoping for, um, for a reconciliation. reconciliation. And then Paula, got, um, sorry, not Paula Goddard, uh, Peggy announces that she's pregnant with a baby, and mm-hmm. then she calls her husband, and they have a reconciliation. Mm-hmm. So someone gets it, but um, uh, Mary doesn't. So mm-hmm. Mary gets yeah. a call that her from her husband. She's hoping it's the the reconciliation, but he's like, "Oh no, i married, Crystal. Just want to let you know."
3: <laughs> this is oh, okay. Ugh. This is where the movie like loses me a little bit every yeah. time. Where it's like, you know, once we get to the ranch, we're like, "Oh, maybe it's gonna get like, yeah. you yeah. know, they're gonna there's gonna be an uprising." But then that like point where Peggy is like all the women are like, Oh, you should get back with your, you you don't want to, which for that time makes yeah. sense. She shouldn't be on her own. Cause what would she do? But then when that's like position, it's like, Oh, the best case scenario happened. Your terrible husband's going to be terrible to you again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But this time with a baby and, yeah. and she's like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Cause as we all know, babies fix everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Right.
2: It sure fixed my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Almost as good as a double wedding. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. So there's that uh, that heartbreaking scene of her crying on the couch, which yeah. uh, is just a bummer. Yeah. Um, and Even the way
2: she does that phone call, oh. I thought was so good because... Like, a lot of times, especially in the older movies, like, they'll repeat everything that the Mm -hmm. person's saying, so it feels very artificial, but you just see she's delivering it, and you just see her face change and change and change, and it's, like, the saddest thing to see.
1: It really is. I mean, Norma Shearer is an amazing actress. Amazing. I really really think she's kind of...
2: Also, her eyebrows are on point. Uh, Yes. And Joe Crawford. Like, I know, like, like, when she did... Oh gosh, it was more in the 40s, and I'm I'm blanking when she does the the mother daughter.
1: Oh, Mildred Pierce. Mildred Pierce, and they've got
2: her with the real heavy eyebrows and the. But this is like before that, and Mm -hmm. I love her like high arched eyebrows and like it's I don't know her face is beautiful. So So,
1: beautiful. Um, so then they basically they fast forward and um, to back to New York and it's been about two years. Cut and, to our favorite bathroom in the world. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Crystal <laughs> Allen is um, la- like lounging in her bathroom, which is is just a like we said a Liberace fever dream. <laughs> it really is <laughs> so good. And then I, lo- um, I that's when she's like it's establishing that she's kind of like getting tired of being Stephen's lady and she's getting phone calls from other men. And it turns out that mm-hmm. it's Buck Winston and Buck Winston is, um, uh, who the countess, the, the fell counten for. fell for in Reno, ended up marrying and moving back to New York and making mm-hmm. him into like basically a, a cowboy Radio. singing star. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she,
3: Buck Winston made off like a, a bandit. He or, did with that. Yep. And then abandoned. Hmm. Mm, I know poor <laughs> countess she got yeah. what oh, is that her God. sixth wedding or something pretty much <laughs> yes.
1: poor lady can't catch a break oh, um love her. and then uh, Sylvia comes in and figures and figures out that Buck wins that she's going with Buck Winston mm-hmm. so they enter into a, a sort of like blackmail style like um like uh, packed and all this, which is Mm -hmm. amazing. And her gown that Sylvia comes in wearing. I don't know where the fuck Mm. they were going, but Sylvia's wearing that amazing, again, teeny tiny hat with a a draped, (laughs) like the Joan, with a cowl and like a Joan, um, and a, um, like Grace Jones um, yes. hood yes. it's like and the big strong shoulders and those beautiful capes and stuff I'm like I don't know where really?
0: you're going I want
1: to go it really go. makes
2: her crazy like it, it's kind of crazy pants like, so it's good. glamour but it's also just like you're a little off lady yes,
3: ca- yes very cartoony villain yes, so <laughs> yes. oh
2: but before that they have that wonderful interaction with the daughter like oh, yeah, with daughter little Mary in. and Joan Crawford yes. and she's like why do you hate me she's like I never said I did she's like, but you do and she's like yeah but I've never told you that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, I think it's the mother... Mary's mother and Mary's daughter are the two sanest people in this uh, yes. movie. Yeah, those yeah. are, like,
3: the three strongest... Or, the, I guess, the two strongest relationships in the entire movie that yeah. we see at all. They're yes. the one
1: who see... They're kind of... They see through the crap, and they're just, like... Right. they're like, Well, you know, it's just, yeah. like... They're, and they're
3: still giving each other bad advice, but at yeah. least they trust each other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: Love that. Um, so, then they cut back to... Uh, so, I... Oh, I guess... Um, that's an, okay. So then, that's the thing that I can, never could understand the timeline of this because Sylvia's is wearing this that beautiful, amazing gown, and mm-hmm. then they cut to the party that Norm is throwing, and it's been the two year anniversary of all of, of the Reno right. of the Reno Ranch. So it's like a a ranch anniversary, and um, <laughs> they're having that party, and. Sh- uh, they look all look amazing, of course, amazing. because, you know, who doesn't wear evening wear to a party of um, at somebody's house? And then they're going to go to the after party at a Casino, and that's when the Countess, like... Um Confesses that Buck's cheating on her and she has to leave town and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, Mary doesn't really want to go because she's like, I know that Sylvia's going to be there or uh, sorry, I know that uh, Crystal's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't have the energy to face that. So I'm just going to put on my amazing Marabou robe and (laughs) get ready to go to bed. And (laughs) languish at home. (laughs) I mean that robe. I had forgotten about that robe until I was rewatching it. (laughs) She's wearing your robe. I mean, this is I. I want to
3: get a robe. Yeah, just like that's the perfect singles wear. You're like I'm single go right now I, a full I, I, length
1: marabou robe time for
3: bed
2: yes. put it right next to gypsy's uh, pink like um, oh, uh, ostrich feather robe oh my God. <laughs> so good. I'm wearing this for me This is yes. a little something
1: just a little um, and then so she's chilling in bed um, and then Ma- little Mary comes in and kind of does this whole thing where she's like I'm gonna sleep with you tonight and all this stuff and then mm-hmm. she basically spills the beans that her that Steven's not happy with Crystal and mm-hmm. Crystal seeing another man and all this stuff and that's Mary jumps out of bed and she's like, "This is my moment. Yes. I can find. I can I find." Got it. This. She's like, "I'm back." And I love that the. I mean, of course, the iconic moment where the mother's yeah. like, "Where are you going?" And she's like, "I've had two years to grow claws, mother." Jungle, Jungle red. <laughs> <Sounds good. laughs> I'm about to check out the lamp.
2: Oh, my God. The lamp of cloth. Yeah. You
1: and
3: then how big Norma Shearer is. Like, she looks uh, crazy. Uh, when She, she does. She just like. She's
0: amazing. She's, she's like, she's I so smell good. blood.
1: <laughs> 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 she turns into a shark. Her eyes roll back in the back of oh, her head. So good. Oh, God. It's amazing. He's like,
3: you still want to hang out with Steven <laughs> after all this? Oh, She's like, I'm back, it. baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so good. So that's when they cut to the casino, which is basically takes place all within the, um, the, the rep, the powder room, coat mm-hmm. room, dressing room of the, of the casino, which is, I think that the if that is amazing, like wherever yes, they yes. are and whatever casino has that kind of bathroom, I want to live there. Cause that place was amazing. It was it had like a sitting room where the ladies could kind of, just sit, I guess. There,
3: there's a lot of places to just look hot in repose.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: And
3: I love that like
2: one of the things that stuck out with me is the two, um, the the two sort of the women that work there mm-hmm. kind of uh, have that casual dialogue of like, because you can tell they're all regulars oh, is where yeah. they go hang out and they mention how Mrs. Fowler like she's lucky to tip one thin dime. Oh yeah. So it's like not only is mm-hmm. she crazy but she's a shitty tipper. Yes. Which we all know rich people who are shitty tippers are horrible people. Yeah. They're bad people. <laughs> bad yes.
1: People. But love that that also established they were like don't worry we're on your side yeah we're gonna, exactly like, totally hook you up it's fine <laughs> and I think we're not worried about um offending her
2: yes and there's definitely like I'm just thinking now even when they were at the fashion show there's definitely that tone throughout the whole thing where even like all the, the women who work there they see these people coming mm-hmm. and going and they're like Mary's cool like yeah, these other right. women are fucking crazy but these she's actually one of the nice the few nice people that we encounter yeah. you know which I think it gives you more sympathy for her character as well totally. you wanted to see her and jungle she's red yeah. respected yes
0: yeah.
1: yes <laughs> She's liked by all, yeah. Um, and that's when they have. That's when. So she's just chilling out in the bathroom, waiting for waiting for Crystal and Sylvia to come in. And that's and Sylvia comes in Ugh. by herself, and then they end up getting like they end up forcing her or like forcing her hand to admit that um, yes. Crystal is gorgeously fucking orchestrated. With, is, <laughs> it's just he's to admit that she's fucking around with Buck Winston and all that stuff and like and of course Sylvia's wearing that amazing like poofy black gown with like a teeny tiny hat with like bows that <laughs> stick straight up it's like oh my so gosh. good And then Crystal Allen comes in full sequin head to toe, like full leg sequin gown. Like this.
3: It's almost like she knows it's her last stand. Yes. Yes, For now.
1: So good. That, I mean. And
3: it's like open at the midriff,
2: like Uh at the back and sides. It is like a, it's 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 like a halt.
1: It's like a bra top almost with like a, kind of Mm -hmm. like a open side. But it's very subtle. Yeah. It's like talk about sexy. Very sexy. For that time period. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, And then, uh, so that's when they, the, the jig is up and then, Mm -hmm. uh, Buck Winston, they basically, Buck Winston tell, like blurts everything out at this casino about Mm -hmm. him and Crystal in front of Hedda Hopper. It's like a whole thing. And, um. And
3: Hedda could not be. More conspicuously dressed, Like, there's yes. no excuse for Buck not knowing. Yes.
1: So good. Um, and then, so they come back in, and uh, Chris come back into the the, uh, the powder room, and Crystal's in her full-length mink coat, which is... <laughs> Yes, um, amazing. Lo-
2: oh, and at this point, didn't they? Didn't they throw a Sylvia in the closet? Yes, like, to stop. Yeah, so that they closet, she, she couldn't stop it. all that from happening, which is satisfying. Yes. Yeah, very satisfying.
0: Yes.
1: Um, and of course, Crystal's like, "Don't worry about me. I got Buck Winston's money. He makes all that. He makes all that gelatin money from his sponsors. And then, of course, the accountant was like, "I'm Jolly Time Gelatin. He's got no money. No one will listen to his music. And All this. So it's basically like
2: I'm supporting a loser
3: again,
1: again." Yeah,
3: sixth time now.
1: So good, and that's that moment where Crystal Allen's like, "Well, I guess it's back to the perfume counter."
3: <laughs> I want to see the like modern update of this, where someone's wearing a mink and they just toss it over their shoulder. They're like, "Well, there's always lids." <laughs> 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 <It's> like... <laughs> <It's> like...
0: <laughs> can always
1: waitress at the Applebee. <laughs> right good
2: (laughs) back to pole dancing for me basically
1: um
0: back
3: to the genius
2: bar
0: (laughs) (laughs) and pole dancing (laughs) good thing i got that philosophy
1: degree Oh, God. So that's, of course, it ends with um, them being like, Norma, Stevens asking for you. Norma. <laughs> Mary, Stevens asking Same for you. Thing. And Mary's like, I must go to him. And she, like, runs down these amazing stairs. and Light her, across the yes, eyes. perfect you know? <laughs> lighting. Oh, God. I and, love
3: to think about, like, because, you know, the big thing is there's no men in this movie mm-hmm. scene. Um, but I, I want to, th- I, I, I hope that, like, in my head, Steven is played by the weirdest looking character actor <laughs> of yes. all. Oh, like, like a Bert Lahr <laughs> Yes. He's uh, like, oh, oh uh, hi, I'm Steven. And he's he's that like, would be oh, great. This is who we were arguing about? <laughs> that would make sense. At the end, <laughs> it's just him. And he's Rubio,
0: like, <laughs> He's like, eh, I'm like, Just
3: like a fudgy guy in his like fifties, nice five foot well, five. That would, would like, be uh,
2: really awesome because hello. when we did ship ahoy, he was in that and he just basically was like hollering at anything with legs. And, a skirt. <laughs> yes. and Virginia O'Brien was yeah. like, eh, the total package. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so good. That, that would be hilarious. Oh my God. Um, this movie, I mean, this movie is good. God, it's such a good movie. Yeah. It's like this. Is There's cool.
2: looks on looks. <laughs> looks on looks on
1: looks. I can't even. I mean, we didn't even talk about when they went to the the first lunch and Sylvia was wearing that like weird like. With the, a, the eyes? The eyes. Oh my it's like God. so surreal. And they
2: make yes. all these catty jokes about it. Yes. And it's so, so good.
1: good. And she's always wearing some sort of like crazy frilly hat. Absurd. Like absurd hat. Like, like, absurd absurd. Hat. like <laughs> she really gives like Hedda Hopper um, a run for her money with the <laughs> hats because I know Hedda Hopper was known for her outlandish Al- hats. Mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. the hats Sylvia wears in this movie are amazing yes. I, mean, I forgot
3: like, about it. yeah the eye sweater that was so oh I love it yeah <laughs> I, would, I would wear
1: that my eyes are up here <laughs> and here and these are my breasts
3: <laughs> I'm a and it almost like doubles down i like I'm the gossip yeah, yeah exactly. I have eyes right. everywhere exactly
1: <laughs> I love, it's so on the nose but yeah, so good I love it oh my god that uh, There's so many good outfits in this movie.
2: I also loved when she went to the perfume counter and her weird little, like, <laughs> not only because she, she's got the hat, but with that real derpy oh bow, God. like, tied she, under her chin <laughs> and the white gloves, and she's standing like a Tyrannosaurus Rex all the time. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> It's so great. Rosalind Russell is my everything. She is so she is good. She's so good.
1: Oh, my God. She,
3: I love her.
2: <laughs> like,
1: name, like, come on. Like, she, Kids Girl Friday, she's amazing. This movie, oh my she's God. amazing. Mame, Auntie Name. Gypsy. She is so good in everything (laughs) that she does. I just cannot... Uh, if I met her if I was if it was in the 30s and I met her in real life and she was just like she was on, on screen I would be like and here's all my money because yeah, you yeah, are yeah. amazing and be my friend please be my friend yeah. <laughs> I just love that and she
3: like I don't know she's like a she does characters so, so well so well she, yeah. which is like especially when you see her next to Joan Crawford who is like I do Joan Crawford and nothing else yeah. and yes. I'm <laughs> and I'm an evil force and then yes. you see Rosalind Russell I was like oh Rosalind Russell's doing her job and, yes. She's, yes. and she's doing a really
0: Pulling focus is what she's
3: doing.
2: And I I mean, I think I always thought she was very beautiful too. Oh my God, yeah, very. Her face is so elegant and like, again, like just the high eyebrows and cheekbones and beautiful eyes. I think that's what's sort of ironic. It's like, she's awful, but she's beautiful.
1: (laughs) She really is. I think that it's so funny because I've tried to show this movie to friends and stuff and they're just like, I don't don't know how I feel. Mm -hmm. I can't take the way they talk. And I'm like, and I feel like it's mostly just... Rosalind Russell because she talks so fast and she I, can keep it up I mean, she can do and, it but she she's already
2: was trained in that with His Girl Friday and yeah. everything but
1: there's just something right. so wonderful about it because like it's every time great. I watch it there's like you catch more dialogue that she's mm-hmm. saying and he's how like how
3: many oh pages per minute is this uh, movie like I, I don't know it's like 1.5 I point, like this 5. page must be <laughs> 300 pages like <laughs> this whole script must be 300 pages long it's like a catalog and of then, a Ray, <laughs> the
2: nail manicurist I thought was quite good with that too like she was really good at doing the little squeaky voice but also like quick talk and then even God. Just really, I feel like she she was even. I thought she was showing like genuine compassion when she realized like the whole mar- thing with like Mary yeah. Haynes. She was
1: like,
3: oh, I'm
2: really I, sorry. I, I really oh, fucked shit, up. I fucked
1: up. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. She yeah. The I mean the the whole like Sydney's was an amazing yeah like well, whoever I mean that yeah. never existed in real life I hope because if there is <laughs> people we have way too much money this is like oh my the Canyon Ranch spa where you go and it's like four thousand dollars and they're like and they're,
2: like, right. or, like the one lady she's it looks like she's leading an orchestra but she's yeah. like, they're just like it's just Rosalind Russell like kicking <laughs> on a mattress <laughs>
1: personal training a
2: fabulous outfit by the way I love
1: that when she's like working out and the girl's like you should be doing your, ep- uh, you should be doing your exercise and she's like whose carcass is this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like don't tell me what to do with my body <laughs> so good
1: oh God oh, man this I mean we could t- there's so much in this movie to talk about of like i and then also of course all the production stills too there's so many beautiful shots of them mm-hmm. all together separately mm-hmm. all those ap- amazing adrian gowns Ooh, we haven't talk-
3: really we have to talk about the how the um and I forget if it's done explicitly in the movie, but like the, the woman to animal. Oh, at the beginning. Oh my God. Where it's like Norma Shearer is a doe. And then, but Joan Crawford, she's a, she's a panther, like a leopard or whatever. She's a slutty
0: killer.
1: And I think even, uh, 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 Rosalind Russell was like a black cat, like hissing. Right. Right. and oh. I think like uh, Joan Fontaine I think was a lamb or something yes. I'm like oh the most useless of the animals right <laughs> like oh
3: she's boring we get it yes. cool right. if she
1: broke a leg that'd be it <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: remember if the countess got an animal but I hope it was like a peacock or Probably. something Probably. Like, I, for, a... I
1: forget. I didn't screenshot their animals but I remember that hers was pretty funny
3: I just thought it was funny yeah like they're assigned spirit animals at the beginning and, and, and you're like oh okay we know how this <laughs> goes yeah. Yeah. and like Lucy's are like a cud animals. chewing cow yeah.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love Lucy oh my god we need Talk about Lucy. Lucy. Majorie Maine was amazing. She literally was was only in the scenes of the of the of the the Ranch, but she was so good, so funny. That with during the fight scene, she's like, "Aren't you going to do something?" She's like, "Ah, let them fight it out. I'll go get the smelling salts for the loser."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Were
2: you ever married? She's like, "I had three husbands, children." (laughs) 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 They're like shutting down. (laughs) Oh, Nevada.
1: that totally she's is like
2: yeah my husband beat me it looks like you guys have used up you knock across yourself or
1: something like that she, just does, that. Like, right. she does like she's condone like, domestic violence she's like these ladies could use up like i'm like jesus good god <laughs> that's what i uh, that's is so disturbing sometimes is like the latent like just like the obvious like um, domestic abuse in some of these movies oh, yeah. are yeah. like so it's scary sometimes mm-hmm. when you watch them because like there's one movie that I saw it has Sonia Henny in it it's like a weird movie when she was because she's an ice skater and it's like her and some guy and I forget the whole premise in the movie but they're ice skating and he's like doing this like fake punching thing at her mm-hmm. and this guy comes up and he's like hey what's going on this isn't cool and he the guys and the um, the, the husband was like ah leave us alone and she, Sonia Henney says, "Yeah, a guy's gotta have a little fun," and I was
0: like, Ah, "Oh my god!" Ah.
3: (laughs) ah. (laughs) We're so sorry this is happening to you. There's, I mean, well, in this movie, there's like that line that Norma Shearer has towards the beginning, um, when she's finding out Stevens, you know, (laughs) trotting around town with with some tramp, and um, she has that line where she was like. It's today, you know, we're equals. And then her mom's like, no. And then the rest (laughs) of the movie is like, no. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then reinforces
3: it for two hours. And it's just... It's weird yeah, seeing her make a little bit of a stand for herself. She's like, no, my husband and I are equals. And then the rest of the movie is about how untrue that is. Until by the end, she's convinced it's not true, and she no. goes back to him. No. And it's like, Norma.
0: Ugh.
1: This movie certainly does not do anything for the women's movement. This is not. No. So don't expect it going into this movie if you're but watching it for the first But
3: 130 women uh, got work. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's Speaking good. Roles.
2: And yeah. I, I think of it, if you really just, again, it's tongue in cheek. Like I think that it's I mean, I I liked, well, I mean, it's absurd. Like, I, I don't know right. if they're, I mean, you can easily say like this, this story is not supposed to be serious. Like yeah. it's right. ridiculous. Like no one would want to have this life or do this. So yeah. I don't, I, I think sometimes even when I read reviews, it's like, you know, people will sort of pick it apart. I'm like, you're taking you're. Per- this is not a serious story. Right. I think this is supposed right. to be funny. Like it's, it's just a real hard edge sarcasm. Yeah. In my it's mind, like, you know? it's
1: almost like a satire of what would be going on at that time. It's like the yes. mean girls of its time, you know, it's yeah. like this is the, this is the most, Uh, satirical version of what these women do so don't try to and don't put your current day hang ups on it don't like you can't look at it through the lens of today because it's impossible
0: yes it is because
1: all it's literally problematic from scene one to the credits (laughs) it's like from front to back it is just a whole mess of problem but Mm -hmm. it's an amazing movie I loved it I love this movie um, was Am there I, anything else we needed to cover on this film I mean it's um, other than the fact that everyone in it is a national treasure everyone um, <laughs> really <Yeah. laughs> Paula
2: Goddard uh, like clearly oh. is braless like the first time you yes. see her or like oh, in her yes. outfit you're just like what I I'm
1: like, what? love Whoa. her and
2: I'm like is this the digitally restored version <laughs> where like nips you're are showing nips? <laughs> did you see this in the movie <laughs> it's pretty obvious that it's it's
0: she's like, not wearing
1: yeah, a bra it's like George Lucas stopped by and be like you know this <laughs> needs digital nips in right that's <laughs> where he got the
2: inspiration for Carrie Fisher there's Princess Leia you God. know what there's no he's, you know there's no bras in outer space no. yeah
3: <laughs> they simply don't have the technology
2: um, but the,
1: yeah this, I need to watch more Paula Goddard movies because she really mm-hmm. kills it in this movie and hopefully she brought this same bravado from this movie into other movies um, mm-hmm. that she did because she like nails it I really movie. loved her
2: opening like yeah Grace Jones Hood Betty Bangs yes. I just <laughs> she's
3: needle pointing like hey I'm like want
2: to be your friend she's like did someone
1: say booze yeah. <laughs> (laughs)
0: Hello,
3: stranger. Love it. Oh my gosh. And I I love that it's a. I mean, I feel like George Q. is obviously the obvious choice to direct a movie called The Women. Right. (laughs) Uh, And I. I really like him. I like most of his movies. I have a mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for him. Yeah, he's
1: a good one. He's great. Yeah. And this
3: movie got I mean it was like uh, got no didn't get nominated for really not, but not I mean not a
1: single award actually right which I thought which was I interesting. guess
3: 1939 and that's a tough year to get a nomination for something yeah, yeah. I and mean, you're going I up was against surprised.
1: you're going up against Gone with the Wind yeah, yeah. Like, it's <laughs> it's a, true. Well, good year. luck with that yeah, yeah um, it's it's ador- blazing th- Technicolor that's yeah, like thanks <laughs> for trying yeah <laughs> um, yeah this actually it was funny because the this movie was, it cost $1. $1.6 million and reported a loss, actually, of $262,000 because oh. it was so expensive to make. Because yeah. of the clothes? I, I'm imagining that of mm-hmm. the sets. I'm probably the star billing. Yeah, I mean, I'm star sure billing. a lot of those yeah. women de- demanded, but,
2: and they should have, you know, a good salary. Norma Shear alone was making very good money at yeah. that time, so, you know, I mean, she was quite established.
1: It was, but you know what? It still holds up. Marie Antoinette. <laughs> yes, that's yes. true. So, well, that's the movie. Yes. It's amazing. So, it's so good. good. Watch it right away, kids. Yes, please. Um. So Jamie, do we, uh, Where can people find you on, online? Did you want to promote Ooh, anything? This is um, um, we're gonna be coming. This is gonna be coming out in September. Oh, okay. So if there's anything so, coming up that you want to
0: promote,
3: yeah. Uh, well, online, I'm on Twitter at hamburger phone, <laughs> and because I saw Juno in 2007 <laughs> <laughs> and started a Twitter account.
1: Um, and then, I love that. I never got the backstory on that. Yeah, <laughs> so
3: I got Yeah, I started Twitter when I was 15 because a popular girl wow. at school did. And she was like, have you heard of this website? And I was like, no, but I would love to go to a bright-eyes concert with you. It's all very 2007. But, um, but, uh, and then you can follow our podcast at Cast. Yes. Um, and we are going to be doing uh, some a few tour dates in late September okay. on the East Coast um, that we're firming up now so it'll Great. be on our website by then. Wonderful. Yeah. Definitely
1: listen to the Cast. It's so much yes. fun. Uh, this, I've I recommended
2: love. that to lots of people. Yeah. Just, Kathleen yeah. turned yeah. me on it <laughs> and it's so fun. I'm already, I'm already a big fan of like when i Um, I used to live in Oakland and there was actually um, there's a sort of a weird little movie theater and every um, like once a month on on Sundays, they would show um, Bechdel test movies. And so and they would be hosted by these two women. And that's when I actually learned about the Bechdel test. And I watched The Mm -hmm. Long Kiss Goodnight Um, because Mm -hmm. they would show like different movies and they would, you know, and they they talked about the test and then they would show movies that technically passed it. Oh, and wow. uh, that—not saying it's a good movie, not saying Could that it, it always d- like it's passing by a narrow margin. <laughs> but it's—it's it's like you're kind of grateful for crumbs sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: this movie does. I and I've said like in a hyperbolic way that this movie doesn't pass the Bechdel test before, but watching it this time, it does pass it. it. Does. it. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, a couple different times, especially in the scene with. Uh, um, Norma Shearer and her mother and they're watching slides and mm-hmm. they're literally oh, just yeah. talking about vacation
2: they they are, like, and yeah. it's okay. all them.
1: Yeah. Okay. And so there's also the, and her, uh, and her daughter, the daughter, there's a lot of interactions yeah. where they're
2: not talking about, you know, they're talking about them and their relationship. Yeah, and that's so, true. So yeah. it does actually pass. So
3: yeah. And speaking of crumbs,
0: this movie <laughs> yeah. <it>
2: does pass. <laughs> we'll take it. It
3: does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's great oh that's awesome so you guys can follow us on the in, on the instagrams um, <laughs> at old hollywood realness twitter is at ohr podcast facebook old hollywood realness uh, you can check us out online we'll be posting all the photos recaps that we do so that our website old dot com you can email us all your questions thoughts prayers um, old Realness at gmail.com that joke is not getting old <laughs> no, it's not
3: I'm gonna email you guys some prayers yes. <laughs> emailing um, you prayers we'd love to yeah we'd love to
1: hear your feedback on the movies um, what's your experience with these movies we'd love to hear anything about that so um, keep in touch yes and um, uh, big thanks to Hal Lublin for his vocal talents at the mm-hmm. start of the podcast mad ups and um, one last thing is thanks for listening to OHR
0: bye <laughs>